Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Hi, Niall. My father is 75 years of age. Six years ago, he was diagnosed with dementia. This obviously had a huge impact on our family and devastated my mother at the time. She became his full-time carer at first, but after a few years it became too much for her and she couldn't give him the attention and care he needed. That was three years ago now and he's been in a home ever since. As horrible as it sounds, I think she enjoyed her life back at the very beginning. But then reality hit and I know she has become very lonely. She has friends that she sees on a weekly basis basis, and she visits my dad twice a week. Uh, but I know it's still very, very lonely for her. Two months ago, I started to notice that she was spending a lot of time with a friend, inverted commas. After some prying, I discovered that she had been seeing a man for the last while. Now, remember, of course, this one was obviously a little bit younger than her husband. Um, uh, at first, I thought it was harmless. They go into the cinema, get dinner, go for walks, day trips to different places. I was just glad that she had some company. She's 67 and extremely young at heart. So it was nice to see that she had someone to spend some time with and do things with. Now, though, it seems to have gotten more serious. And she's talking about moving him into the house with her to live. She wants me to give it her blessing, but told me to think about it before giving her an answer. Obviously, they can't get married or anything because my dad is still alive and well, and well is probably not the answer. But anyway, but I still feel like this is a massive betrayal to my father. When I tried to tell her this, she broke down and said that dad rarely, rarely even recognises her anymore. And she doesn't want to spend the rest of her life alone and lonely. And she wants to have someone to experience life with. This completely broke my heart. And as much as I understand where she's coming from, I still think it's disrespectful to my dad and their almost 50 years of marriage for her to be dating another man while he's stuck in a home all the time. Niall, please ask your listeners what they think because I am so torn on this issue. Now, I don't know what you would do if you were in that woman's position. So she's asking for the daughter's blessing. Clearly, the daughter's not giving her the blessing because she's saying it's disrespectful. So she, that she's made her mind up. But is it disrespectful? The woman is lonely, according to the daughter. She wants a friend, inverted commas. She seems to have a friend, something a little bit more than a friend now, to be honest with you. And now she wants to move the friend in. So it's obviously a romantic relationship. It's not just somebody who's a friend that she meets at a Sunday dance or something like that. And, okay, the father is at the latter stages of dementia and he's in a home. Mind you, the man could live for another 10 years. He could be, when I say perfectly fine, physically fine for the next 10 years. But unfortunately, he doesn't recognise his wife anymore. Or barely. It says he um, barely recognises her anyway rarely recognises so rarely to me seems means that sometimes he does she sees him twice a week but according to the daughter this is not enough she believes that the mother should still dedicate her life to the man that she married and she was married to for 50 years I want to know what you think they do say till death do us part but does it really mean death because according to this girl it should but according to the wife, who's 67, she doesn't want the rest to spend the rest of her life alone. The number is 087-188-0008. The question I'm asking you is, is she being disrespectful? Is this 67-year-old woman being disrespectful? That's 87 188 
Karen, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing? I'm roasting Niall. Ah, oh, would you stop for <laughs> Jesus' sake? I'm only messing around. Are you going to catastrophize the good weather now? Absolutely not. The way they're harping on, you know, you swear we never had summers like this. I am sick of them catastrophizing. I am sick entirely. But you know what I heard? On the, no, no, like I'm this. sorry for just it was digressing. like this. I, look, I, I digress slightly here, right? But on Saturday, I heard news. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say which radio station it was, but it wasn't this one, right? And yeah. it said, today, temperatures could reach as high as 22 degrees. This was on Saturday. Mm. As high as 22 <laughs> degrees. And there's a warning or whatever it was, a risk to life warning. Oh, yeah. And I said, would you stop a no. risk to the life summers, warning? I remember the summers like this as kids. Yes. And we were sent out for the day. And you'd be back later that evening. <laughs> Do you remember your man rip your vest off? She'd throw you out. Get a bit of sun on your body. Yeah, get out. Get out. From, then, let me clean the house. Get out from under. Or that you, like, out the back door lock. And then lash a bit of calamine lotion on you when you got home. Yeah, or was it yogurt and tomato? <laughs> I, remember, I remember my mum doing that, my granddad. Yogurt and tomato. But yeah, it's just, this is the summer. This is the way the summers always were. It's ju- what is wrong with people? Yeah, it's July. Oh, I just, it's meant I'm to be warm. I'm tired of it. I, I really am. I'm so over them giving out. But uh, you, we can't have that. We can't enjoy that anymore. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what the hypocrisy in all this is, right? They're warning everybody. The government are warning everybody. This is a heat wave, <laughs> right? Okay. Come September and October when it's cold, and let me be clear about this, right? Every year, millions of people around the world die from hypothermia and the cold. Mm. Right? Very yeah. few people die from the heat. Very few, mm. right? And yeah. yet the government won't be there to put their hand in their pockets to help us pay our energy bills when we're all yeah. freezing in our houses. Yeah, you can yeah. shelter from the heat. Yep. You know, like, Mike, it's a, it's a little bit hot for the kids in a minute, so they're inside and they're happy out. Yeah. And then have a cool ah, kick them out, Karen. Out. Kick them out. <laughs> kick them out the back garden. <laughs> no. They've been, out, they've been out since 7 o'clock this morning. I don't care. Kick them back out again. <laughs> Give them some lemonade and they're kick them back. Them. <laughs> they're, they're in there they're eating, going through watermelon between the three of them. Right. So they're, they're happy at the minute. They'll be back out once they're hydrated. Back into the... the, the oh, well, the that's, that pool. is the most important thing, by the way. When I, it is a warm them, day, it's hydration. I'm getting them to do lens of the paddling pool. They'll learn how to swim by the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, getting back to the story. Look, it's sad. The man has dementia, latter stages of dementia. He's in a yeah. home. She visits him twice a week. He rarely recognises her. Now yeah. she's dating. And the daughter hmm. thinks this is disrespectful. I think the dating part, you know, she's entitled. He's not the man she married anymore. Ah, stop. No, but... He like, is still the man she married. No, he is, but... He may not be mentally the man gone. she married. And, you know, I, I think at this point, if he's in the latter stages of dementia, why should she... Like, she still visits them. Why should she put her life on hold? She has a life to live as well, and it's a very short life we all have on this earth. But I think to move a partner in is disrespectful. Oh, well, then she might as well just get him put down. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean serious. That I think that's a very sad way, a dim way of looking... What happened to Till Death Does Two Part? Karen, if it was you, God I forbid, know. if it was you God and you were in a care home and your husband was off gallivanting with some young one. I wouldn't know any different in that state of mind, though, Niall. But in hindsight, I'm just and saying. And at the end of it, to be honest, I would want my partner to be happy. Even though you're sitting there staring out the window in a home? Yeah, because that, that's, you know, I'm not sitting there sad or upset because I'm, my mind is not what it was. Did you not make a promise, but? Absolutely. Like, as, as we did when we got married, what I can say to my husband now, if that happens to me tomorrow, I would like for him to meet somebody and live his life. Yeah, it's a very long no, life. No, that, well, that, yeah, that's if you passed away, Karen. Yeah, I know, but still, she's living a 
very lonely life. Very morbid conversation. I hope you don't care. I'm just saying. But that's if you passed away. But but yeah, but he, the man is still with us. The man is still with us. Yeah, but they're they're not living together anymore. Reminds me of a scene from Monty Python. Do you remember that the Holy Grail? Yeah. And when your man is going around, bring out your dead, bring out your. And this fella comes out with a dead granddad over his shoulder, and he says, "I've got one here for you." And the grandfather's <laughs> hanging over his shoulder, going, "I'm not dead yet." And he says, "You will be in a minute." Just <laughs> no, no, it's, I, I mean it's awful. I think if she has met somebody and she's enjoying life a bit, and she's going out for dinner, and someone is is. Giving her a bit of attention. Like, I think that's okay. I don't see the problem with that. But I think to move him in and have a full-blown relationship with him when your husband is still alive, that's disrespectful. Okay, well, let, let me go to Lisa as well. Lisa, she live a bit of her life. Yeah, well, hang on. You, Lisa might be singing from the same hymn sheet here. I don't know. Lisa, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Lisa? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. I mean, I, I, think, it's, I think this is a really sad story. I, I hate to make light of it, but, but it is a really sad story. Of course, it's very, very sad, but life goes on, Niall. Oh. You know, life goes on, and I think that the daughter, it, I assume it's, it was a daughter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, get on with your own life and mind your own business. I, I'm always flabbergasted by these adult children who think they can tell <coughs> their parent what to do. That really, really irritates me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's none of her business. Well, no, 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 hang on, no, 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 hang on for a second. The mother asked her, so it is her business. But it probably asked her out of a sense of obligation or, you know, feeling she had to ask her. Do you know what I mean? And she shouldn't have to ask her. Um, it's the, the woman, the, look, the man has Parkinson's six years. He's no longer, obviously, the man she married. He, he would be absolutely, completely unaware that, you know, that she's met Well, he probably him. is unaware of it, yes. Yeah, yeah most likely, you know. He's yeah, but peop- people who who are, are unfaithful in their marriage, for example, their other half would be unaware that they're with somebody else. That's really not yeah. a reason or an excuse to do something. Just because the other person's unaware. But no, I don't think it's been unfaithful, though. It, well, legally no. speaking, it is. Un- it's infidelity. Yes, no, I, I know. I, look, I know. I know what you're saying. I get that from a legal point of view. But I, I just think you know. She's had to see her husband deteriorate over years, I presume, and has minded him. Six and years, after six him. years ago, he was six diagnosed. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Uh, well, he's obviously deteriorated quite quickly because six years is not an awful yeah, long and time. Yeah, he's three years in the home now, and he's three years in the home. Like, surely she deserves a little. Like, what age are they? Well, he's seventy-five. She's sixty-seven. Ah, uh, she she deserves to live a bit of a life and be happy. I'm sorry, I mean, she does. God, what does the daughter was... want her to do, Niall? Like, really, what, what would she like her to do? Just rot away herself. The man has Parkinson's. And it's very no, uh, it's dementia, dementia, sorry, dementia. Dementia, sorry. Yeah. It's a yeah. cruel, horrible disease, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it affects the whole family, obviously. Yeah. But it shouldn't be that that lady's life has to come to a standstill because her husband sadly got this disease. She should be able to get on her life. And her daughter ought to be ashamed of herself. She should be encouraging her to live what's left of her own life too. While, while yeah. the, and then, yeah, let's be clear about it. The daughter clearly still loves the father as much as he loves his mother. Oh, her mother. I'm sure, I'm sure the mother No one said she him. can't love, her, love him. Go visit him. Take care of him. Well, I'm sure she does visit him. But do, you know what, Niall? An awful lot of these cases, this is grown-up children, right? Who do nothing themselves but think they can dictate to a parent what way to live. And if I was the mother, I'd tell her to mind her own business, get on with her own life, and that's it. But the mother, the mother wants to move the new partner in, is that right? Yeah, it's yeah all she right wants to, to move him in to the family home. 
I don't think that's okay. Why? I, 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 I do think that's disrespectful to her why husband who is still alive. Because why does she need to move him in? So there's a point here where the two of you will disagree on the limit of disrespect you can show. Is that what you're saying to me? <laughs> well, I, I just think I give this to her. Well, I, I, I mean, I, Karen, you've just said a minute ago, what difference does it make? He hasn't got a clue what's going on. So why not move him in? What, what's, because, what's, because, why are well, you saying that now? I think it was a respect of her children. Sorry. That is still their family home of her of that girl's parents. Hang on a minute, Karen. Right? Well, maybe no. I don't think the family are living there. By the way, I doubt very much the daughter's living there. Date and to see somebody and to spend time with someone and to go on a holiday with the holidays with them. I don't see an issue there. But the family home, I think, is different. Oh, can so imagine? Imagine heading off to Spain now with your new lover, while your husband's in a care home with dementia. Uh, I'm just saying. That that sounds lovely. That's spiffing. That is. Sorry, Lisa. <laughs> No, no. So what? What is that lady's name? Karen. Karen, yeah. 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 So Karen, by all means, you're saying that she's on like kind of a teenager, like she's having this seedy little affair, right? And I hide them away, and maybe go off for a dorky weekend every now and then or whatever, right? <laughs> and about adult children and the family home, the woman's duty is done weekend. to our children. They're grown up. That's it. The stay with both of you. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Sarah. We may bring some sense to the conversation. Sarah, you're an Ireland's classic kid, so you don't doubt it. Sarah, go ahead. They're bringing sense. Yeah, but Sarah, you've been oh, listening yeah. to the two of them there, Lisa and Karen. They're saying she, well, what he doesn't know is not going to hurt Do you know him. what? It's like a tennis match between the pair of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty. He's going from one car to the other. Yeah. But the bottom line, there is a pair to cheat, and I don't care what anyone says. It's cheating. Um, it is. Yeah. Um, I know the lady is at that stage. She wants a bit of company. She's at that age also that there's loads of groups around that she can go and volunteer and get the companionship there. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. You know, she can oh, go and no. do that. Yeah. So she's to but, live like she's dead? No, she doesn't have to live like she's dead. Why is she to go volunteer? Why is she not allowed to go have sex? Why is she not allowed to wake up with a man that she's met and fallen Because in she committed, with? listen, she got married to the man. She had a life with the man. She built a history with a man. She had children with a man. It was a loving relationship. She's done her duty. That's it. It's done. No, she's done no, her no, duty. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, because his brain is not working, it doesn't mean she has to neglect him. And that's she's exactly what she's him. doing. You said she's neglecting him. She's neglecting what She goes up and visits him twice a week and then goes off and meets her fancy man. Of course. What do you mean fancy man? And then asks her daughter, is okay for to move she's him in. God love her. I mean, how dare she have a life? What is she, 67 or 68? 67, yeah. yeah. Well, how well, dare she try to live a life, a life. Well, she should be committed to her husband. She should be 100%. No, no. She didn't marry someone with that disease. It's sad. It doesn't make any odds. I know you get married to a pair. It does. Of course it does. You have a responsibility and a duty to who you marry and where it goes and, and what happens between there. Isn't he in a home and he's been taken care of? Yeah, but that's... I work in an orphan home. I know what it's like. Believe me. I mean, Ka- Karen, yeah, I mean, just, just quickly, sorry, Karen, you're, you're saying, yeah. you know, you heard Sarah there say it's disrespectful. doesn't matter. He's still married to her. Yeah, There's I mean, a divorce if you really want to go and do yeah, something but like, really disrespectful. That's not... That's, you can't... I don't... Can you have a divorce if someone has... No, you can't probably, no, because no. they have to be in famous in You know, I... I think she deserves like I know what you're saying about you know the groups and there's volunteering and all that but to have the the company of of you know a partner who loves you you know as everyone knows it's very different to just social company um and I just think she deserves at this point in her life to, to live her life a little bit 
And as Lisa says, have sex with other people. If she feels like that, really, Mm. if she really feels like that and feels the need to do that, her loyalty was not in the marriage. So probably a bigger part of that is is that she is the lawyer that is in there and that this is an escape route. Because that's what it comes across. I don't think, you can't help who you fall for. And and well, she's in this situation, and I'm sure it's a difficult. I don't believe for, that. For her. I don't believe that. You can't help who you fall for. I don't believe that, because if you're in a committed relationship and you love somebody, I know you would you would never you you'd never allow yourself to fall for somebody else. Of course you would, mm-hmm. Niall. You no, you wouldn't, Niall. Listen, the woman is 68, right? Maybe she's afraid of growing old alone. She's used to company around her, and God help her, like she she has the courage to say what she wants, probably for the first time in her life. And she's getting dissed by this daughter who is probably, let's face it, worrying about inheritance or money or the gas. That's what she what you do. That I line is. that very much. I Why do you do it? You, you said you work in care homes or you know that field. So you yeah. know how difficult it is to live with someone with any form of dementia, any neurological issues. You, exactly. you would know. How horrible, yeah, I do. how, well, how sad never, it is. In the 20-odd years, I have never, ever came across a person or an older person or a husband or a daughter with that attitude that the mother wanted to go off and see another man. Why the shouldn't she? and the commitment that I have seen, it break a person's heart in regards when you see a husband. You know what? So maybe they're not saying it out loud because this is what they'll get for speaking. Do you know what? Maybe, maybe if the conversation today and the letter was from a guy saying that his mother was in a care home and his father was going off playing Jack the Lad with a few women, I guarantee we'd have a different attitude on the air. No, 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 I doubt that very much. I doubt that very much. The loyalty. Do you know what? Where I'm coming from behind this? The loyalty wasn't in the marriage. She wasn't a hundred percent in the marriage with him. You were saying she couldn't have she couldn't have really loved him if she's quite willing to go off with somebody else while in his time of need. Well, sorry, just stay there for a second, both of you, Lisa and Sarah. Let me go to Christine. Christine, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Christine? Hi, Niall. How are we? Sorry, just listening to the first two ladies there. Um, uh, I think I sent in a message, some voicing. Sorry, I'm waiting to go in for a dental appointment. Yeah, I was listening there. Um, nobody's really thinking about the daughter. Like it's her dad. Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't. She loves like, him exactly, but she's going through a grief process. Um, already from with dementia I've seen it with family friends and that yeah. um, and with her mother okay to go off and see somebody you know or but haven't moved into the house like her dad's not gone like mentally um, with dementia yes but physically her dad is still there you you do anything for your parents yeah and and like even no matter what age we are we never want to lose our parents no of course you know yeah. and I'm speaking from my own experience. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm in my 40s. So, like, I'm an adult. I'm growing up. And if anything like that had ever happened, I wouldn't have been okay with it, you mm. know. Um, but I just think, if we just think about the daughter as well, you know, the mother's in totally entitled to have a relationship or and have a life as well. And one wouldn't expect her to be going in, you know, every day living her life in the nursing home because her husband doesn't recognize her. But it is nice for her daughter to see some kind of an acknowledgement towards her father while he's still here with us. You know, and as you said, Niall, this could go on for years. It could, but it could be another 10 years. Exactly. It could be yeah. another 10 years, you know, mm. but th- this is just after being thrown at the daughter. Like, she didn't know what was going on. 
and we don't know what kind of a relationship they had, you know. Like, I get, don't get me wrong. I do understand that the woman, yeah. 67 years of age, maybe she is lonely. She's living alone now, you know, because her husband's in a home and she visits him twice a week, etc., etc. But that's life, unfortunately. You marry somebody, as far as I'm concerned, marriage is for life. But it's certainly, oh, exactly. it's, well, certainly it's meant to be, anyway. Exactly. And, and, and life throws you curveballs, but it's just how you deal with them. Hmm. And I would, for me, I would just suggest for the mother and daughter, sit down, have a heart-to-heart, you know, one side, even have somebody in the middle, you know, a mediator or whatever, listen to one side, listen to the other, and just come up with some sort of a plan. Maybe don't rub it in her daughter's face, not that, not saying that she is at all, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, her mother does deserve to have a life, but moving them into the family home, like, I mean, I'm one of nine, like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have liked it. I don't know if the rest of my siblings would have liked it or not, but I know I wouldn't have, you know, so... So I'm you're afraid. saying, kind of, look, if you want to have a friend, do it with a bit of decorum. In other words, you exactly. know, don't don't be making. Exactly. Hey, well, like, hang, well, hang on, sorry, Lisa. No. Is that? I, I don't want to hold Christine up because she's going in for a dental appointment. I'm going to run in there for my filling. I, I, so, <laughs> are you getting a feeling? Are you a Christine? Good look. I, um, Good I look am. at that. It's I tell you. Brand, it's brand <laughs> I hate the sound of that drill. I know. I know. Stop, stop uh, Christine, oh, it's terrible. I'm thinking of you now. I swear, I'm actually getting a pain in my teeth even thinking about you. Christine, listen. Thanks very much indeed. I mean, that's a good point, Lisa. A bit of decorum. Forum, Lisa. No, uh, Niall, I just really... Don't really move him into the house like he's, you know, replace your husband. He's not even bloody dead. You can't replace anyone anytime. Do you know what I mean? But I genuinely think that the daughter needs to grow up and understand that maybe her mother is frightened of growing old alone. Maybe the mother needs company. I'm sure it's been a very difficult six years for all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure the daughter is getting on with her life. If she's that worried, why doesn't she bring her father to her house and let her take care? Ah, of don't be now. Now you're being now, no. you're, now you're being silly no, about not. it. No, I'm not. Clearly, the, the clearly the reason the man is in a home is because they can't care from in their own home anymore. It's got to that point, and that happens with dementia because they yeah. can become a danger to you and a danger to themselves as well. So everybody exactly. knows that. So that's why he's in a home. Nothing to do yeah. with oh, let the daughter take him. That's not a fair answer. As a person, that the mother. No, no, no. Not, no, no, not unrecognisable as the person. No, the, no, that's so that's so disrespectful they're, to people with dementia. No, it's not. No, yes, it's it not. is. Yes, it is. They're different people. No, Sarah, I'm, help me out here. You're working with people who are your carer. But you know what? I I'd half agree with her. That's been the that's and that's been a hundred percent. You come on, disagreement really at the depends. start. No, no, it depends on the dependency of the person with dementia. You know, if he's totally gone and. Like, there's no way the family can look after them. I think that is the real reason why nursing homes is there. Of course, yeah. But there's a lot of people out there that would have that, will be at a later age, be able to quite walk around, be able to eat, be able to do... Is there not, is there not some... I, I, maybe I'm wrong in thinking this, but when somebody has dementia, is there not a point legally where you have an obligation to have them in a home because they become a danger to themselves and a danger no, to, well, to really anybody around? No, well, it depends on their behaviour. It really depends. Mm, well, I, I had a friend really who had two parents with dementia and they should, they didn't even know each other anymore and they were putting yeah. carpets into the oven and all sorts of things. Listen, Niall, I know all the health and safety and there's great people out here that does all that assessments and stuff mm. like that yeah. and make sure that that doesn't happen. But I say if there was a chance the father could come over an orphan home to stay because there is loads of people in orphan homes that shouldn't be in orphan homes. They should be in their own home. Okay, well, that's the bottom line. Okay, let me go to a quick break. Lisa, stay with me if you can. The number's 087-188-008. Just let's play one of these WhatsApp messages before we get into the break here. Let me see what they have to say. I believe 
what the lady said about the grown-up kids, they do not want their parents to be living with other people. But it's the parents' life, and it's a short life, so why not? I agree that lady should go on with her life, but I don't think she should have the partner live with her. Right, okay, because, yeah, you're, that's kind of what uh, the call writer almost saying. Use a bit of decorum, maybe, when it comes I, uh, to this. When I hear someone saying they didn't marry someone with dementia, that it's like saying you don't marry someone with cancer or something. So, because they have dementia, that you should just abandon them and go off and do your own thing with someone new and then just totally mm-hmm. forget about them. Mm-hmm. Death to his part and all that, I don't know. It seems weird, you know. So, I mean, my own mother has dementia. And when my father was alive, no way he would ever have abandoned her. So, you know, so cheers, Patrick. Yeah, most people don't, Patrick. But this lady did or has or is because her daughter's saying it's disrespectful. She's 67. The father's 75. He's been in a home for three years. He was diagnosed six years ago. He doesn't rarely, it says, dad rarely recognises. So obviously he does under some circumstance recognise her. And the daughter just thinks this is disrespectful. She now wants to move her new boyfriend because it seems to be she's dating now, her new boyfriend, into the family home. Now, the family home, obviously, is just her, because the daughters have moved out or whatever it is. And she just thinks it's disrespectful because her father is still alive. What do you think? Or should she be allowed to move on with her life? The number is 87 because, as somebody pointed in the text, now he's not going to get better. Uh, Richie says, if these harlots are playing so fast, or this fast and loose with till death clause in their marriage, vows, I can only imagine what they're getting up to with the sickness and then health clause. I'm not going to read the rest of that, Richie. Uh, let me go to, uh, sorry, Anne, stay there. Or, sorry, Lisa, stay there. Let me go to Anne. Anne, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Anne? I was in great form until this topic came up, and now I'm hopping with anger here. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Dementia, right? It happens. It's horrendous. But if you keep visiting the person, they will remember you. They might think that you're a sister or a cousin or somebody from the past, but they will know you are somebody close. Now, I don't know whether this lady can visit her husband more often than once a week, but if she can, if she could, then he would recognize her. He would because they were so close. Now, maybe she can't, and that's another point. But is she going to turn up as the grieving widow when pneumonia or whatever does eventually take her husband? How dare she play around? My mom was my mom until the very last minute. I didn't sign her in and say, well, let's get another one. It's not right. And there are lots of people in nursing homes, and all they want to see is a face and a chest. And they might repeat themselves ten times over. And you will talk to them. And you, how dare she go off with somebody? He's not dead. He's her husband. You know, you don't just pick and choose. Oh, I don't like him now because he's got smelly feet. I'll trade him in for someone who's got clean ones. I'm sorry. I'm just live it. He needs her now. And she should be with him. And I'm 100% behind the daughter. You know, is she going to sign in her father now because, and, you know, not bother visiting him anymore because he's in a nursing home? It's mm. not right. It's just not right. I, I mean, that's a fair point, Lisa. And what, what happens if the new boyfriend, imagine if he got dementia, she's just going to move on to number three then, is she? It's not a fair point at all, Niall. Um, the, the woman is not dead. Do you know what I mean? The woman has a lot of years left. And, and, and by the way, neither is he. Thank you. 
He's not Sorry? dead yet. He's not dead either. No, he's, he's not dead, but he's dead. the man is in there for a reason. He's not well. He's not well, sadly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she hasn't abandoned him. She visits him. The daughter oh, visits bless him. Her. How often does she visit the boyfriend? It's none of your business, and That woman's entitled to live a life. Just because you don't look at it that way and you think that the woman's to carry on like she's dead. Do you know what I mean? She's not dead, and She's allowed to live. And she can live? No, she, she can't can live, live when she has a daughter dictating what she does with her life. I'm sorry, she can have but friends. the daughter needs she to, can be have to get a grip. With no ben- she can have friends with no benefits. The day he dies, she can have her benefits. It's no one's business what benefits I she hope, has. Maybe she I misses she death, Dan. She's not dead. Well, Get a toy. Get, you know, when, when yeah, she turns up at Oh, okay, yeah, wants, we, okay, well, let's not go down too far down that route. Her husband can be replaced with a vibrator. Um, I'm seeing her husband. I, 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 well, okay, without being too crass here today, Lisa, I, 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 in relation to this particular topic, because this is a reasonably serious topic and something that affects a lot of people. I mean, Anne is making a point that use the same that I think Christine made before the break use a bit of decorum. This is decorum. That's that's for all. Who? That's all for they're who? asking for. For sake? For the sake of the memory of her, fa- of her husband, if he does pass away eventually. As Anne rightly said, is she going to turn up at the graveside, the grieving widow, when she's smiling away with the new boyfriend afterwards when she's drinking soup in the hotel? Do you know what bothers me in this world, Niall, more mm. than anything? Yeah. The inability of people to mind their own business. Mind your own business. The woman is not harming nobody. But well, we're, we're asking is you, is it disrespectful? Is. We are minding our own business, but we're asking you, do you believe it's disrespectful? If it was your father and your mother was off gallivanting with somebody else while he was sick in hospital, how would you feel about it? I would have the respect to know that if my mother met somebody else, that she obviously is lonely and is obviously doesn't want to be on her own for the rest of her life. And I would respect that, and I mean that, Niall. I would respect if that. If her husband decision. passed away, I would agree with you. Absolutely. But he's Why do he have to be dead? I would agree with you that maybe that's what they want to do, and that's fine. That's not disrespectful. That's what they want to, that's what they choose to do. But in saying not everybody chooses to do that. Mind you, some people won't move on from death and, and because they love somebody so much, and I can understand that and appreciate that as well. But, well, Niall, that's like saying he has to be dead for her to live. It's not saying that. It's... No, it's not. Yes, no, it's not. Well, it is infidelity, you know. Do you know, it is why, why does he have to die before she's allowed to live? Because so, he's not of sound, sound mind where she can get a divorce. Exactly. He's not of sound mind. So the man let, well, let, let, me, let me give you an exa- another analogy, right? Let's say somebody is married and they're in their 30s or 40s and their wife gets cancer, cervical cancer, and she can't have children anymore. And the husband really wants children. Should he say, ah, sure, I'll just go off with another one and have a child with somebody else instead? Sure, dump her. Get rid of her. Is is that the way we, we treat people? They're, people are just disposable once they're of no real value to us anymore. That That's kind of what you're saying. What I'm saying well, is... No, that's what you're saying. You're saying people are... Yeah, because absolutely. his mind is not well, he's of no value to her really now. I'm not saying he's of no value. Well, what that's, what, what, that's what you are saying. They've their lives together. She's done the right thing. She, he's in a care home, right? And now, now she's allowed to look after herself. No one knows what that woman went through in taking care of that gentleman when he was at home. Uh, any neurological uh, disease is really, really difficult to live with. No one knows what that woman went through trying to take care of that man. God love him, right? And now she has. She's done what's obviously the right thing for him. 
to put him into somewhere where he's looked after and well looked after, I hope. Right? And now, now she should be allowed to look out for her own future. Okay, let, let's just say that he wasn't in the home. Let's say he was in the house, in a bed, in the bedroom, in the house downstairs. And, you know, and the carer was coming around every day and what have you, and looking after him, and she managed to do that. But he's still the same position. Is it okay for her then to go off and look for somebody else? Of course it is. Even though her husband's in the home? Ah, for God's sake. Of course please. it is, Niall. No, I was thinking. I was thinking. Are you thinking out of sight, out of mind? Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. You know, it's grand. No, but we can't be, you know, Mills and Boons in life. We can't pretend that. What's wrong with being Mills and Boons? What's wrong with saying you love somebody? Sorry. It's her husband. She said. It's her husband, Lisa. Is what she said. I know. And you think it's okay to be playing around inside in the same house? Playing around. What, having a life, and She's not a nun. She's not in an order, in a convent, unallowed to live. And the daughter okay. is probably looking out about money. I mean, that other oh, lady who was on that is involved sake. in care and home. Sorry? You're talking about the, the daughter not looking for money. Yeah, I am. That? You're talking because about sticking your nose into other people's business, and now you're bringing up that the, the daughter who never mentioned money. Of course she didn't mention money. She's hardly going to say it out no. straight, is she? Well, daughter's worried about the will. Is that what you're uh, thinking? Ah, uh, for the God's sake. Uh, Lisa, that, that's it. You've got we need a, a Mrs. Boone. You need one. <laughs> so what, the daughter's thinking if the new boyfriend comes along and the mother marries him, I might not get me inheritance. Exactly. Ah, we just... Uh, I get a No, no, it happens every day. Every day. Do you know what I mean? People get worried about bricks and mortar rather than life. You know, and but they don't say straight what the real issue is. Stay there for a second, both of you. Let me go to James as well. James, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, James? How are you? How are you? James, um, you listen there to I, Lisa and Anne, who are poles yeah. apart, yeah. Um, I work as I work with as a carer. Okay. I worked with dementia, Louis body dementia, Parkinson's, cancer, you name it all. I've worked I've I've had clients who would have suffered with all of the above. My take, when I've also had my auntie who suffered severe dementia, who was a nun, and I found, even though she's been cared for very well, when my mother took her out of the convent and down to Wicklow for her last uh, few months, mm-hmm. she developed this, she was able to kind of get these memories. She was yeah, able to get it can these, happen, yeah, yeah. It yeah. can happen, and I do feel that familiarity is the key for restoring, not restoring memory, but giving lucid moments and giving the best part of the end of a life. Yeah. Uh, regarding that. So, no, I do feel that, I do feel also that when you take that commitment to somebody in sickness and health, no matter how bad health gets or life gets, you need to stick by them. You need to... Otherwise, you don't have any you, value on the word marriage anymore. You have no value on it and, and there's no value on your relationship if you settle for saying, okay, you're too sick now, I'm not looking after you, there you go, hurrah. Now, you, granted, in saying that you don't know this lady's I mean, look, I've, I've no issue, I've no issue with the woman going out, you know, to dances at the weekend, maybe, you know, these kind of dances that older yeah. people go to, or going, you know, if she wants to go to the pictures with group or go away in a little weekend away with her friends, or, or yeah. making friends, male and female friends, that's perfectly fine. But she's dating, 100%. and she wants to now 100%. live with somebody else. I, I don't agree with that. As I've worked with people who suffer with severe dementia, Parkinson's, Lewy body dementia, uh, all different styles of it. And I do feel that 
you have to stick by the people you have to continue to support and love the person because putting people in a home isn't always the best way to do it because the care you get in a home granted it's a lot more than you'd get off the HSE or anything like that but there is services out there for you to approach there is services out there for my home carers or a bluebird home instead you have all those ones which are affiliated with HSE where you can look for extra hours you can look for extra support extra help extra guidance and they are there if you go looking for them Mm. so I do believe that there is a way a great support scheme to keep their loved ones at home and to keep them in the life that they know and the familiarity and the surroundings they know and adore so no I do think that for me my attitude in life is I was born my mother and father reared me they looked after me as a child as a toddler in my messy teens whatever you know every, every stage of life and I do believe that when we get to a certain stage in life, for me, that is going to be my responsibility, if yeah. needed, to care and look after my parents. Lisa, do you want to respond to that? I think that's a very logical, dis- respectful view to have, an outlook to have in relation to this situation. Of course it is. I think the gentleman said, uh, Niall, that he works in that uh, field. He does. He's a carer, yeah. Well, if everyone kept their parents at home and looked after them the whole lot, there wouldn't be any, you know, uh, there wouldn't be work for a lot of people to work in these uh, facilities. Oh, there would, because the HSC, there would be home help out there. You'd have different agencies out there. You'd have home help. Home help is quite limited, as you know. Oh, it it isn't, it isn't. It's it's based on needs. So if you're severe, you would get extra help. You could get three. I know people who get four visits a day. Well, then why uh, do any people go into, um, go into residential care? Because people just feel they can't cope, and that's why they put them in the yeah, residential care. Yeah, because it becomes unmanageable. To a certain degree, no, I don't think so. I, I, I've worked with families who have struggled and who have done it, but their attitude, and when I say, how do you do it, they'd be like, that's my wife, that's my husband, that's my child. I that's, owe it to them. You know, I owe it to them. Hmm. Right. But, okay, but leave it, leaving that aside, Lisa, I did put that to you earlier on and I said, if it was a case that she still had him at home, uh, that would be six years at home, and he was in a spare bedroom downstairs and she was looking after him and there was home help going around from the HSC on a daily basis and looking after him. And in the meantime, she was going off and she was dating another guy, you know, and obviously not bringing him back to the house or anything like that. You said you still wouldn't have an issue with that either. No, I wouldn't because she's allowed to look after herself. Your whole life should not revolve around the person who is unwell. Because well, you you're not unwell. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether you marry them or not. Oh, no, no. oh so it doesn't matter. I mean, what's yeah, the point no, in marriage? What's them or the not, point in marriage, Lisa? The, what the, is the, the point? The point is, the point is, when you're married to someone, it doesn't mean that you're. So, you, so, you're only, so marriage window. is only valid if you're with a healthy no, person. No, is that you're what not you're listening to me now. Yeah, what I'm saying is that just because you're married doesn't mean that your self care goes out the window. You still matter. The person well, the marriage married. marriage is also about sacrifice. You first of all sacrifice sacrifice the you know the ability to go off and be with other people because obviously you're exclusive to your wife or your partner. So that's one sacrifice you make as a monog- as a human being because yeah. all human beings are not monogamous anyway. So that's a sacrifice we make uh, to be married to somebody that we're exclusive to each other. The other sacrifice that you make is that you're with that person whether they're healthy or unhealthy. So she's 100%. she's there. You said that if you know she was looking if he was being looked after in the house. All his needs are being met, right? What's wrong with her having a life? What's wrong with her sorting out her future? Okay, well, 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 hang on. Do you want to go to Aaron before we wait to the break? Aaron, you're in Ireland's <laughs> classic. How are you doing, Aaron? 
I know, no, I, Jesus, like, listen to this, what is, uh, what's marriage anymore? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, Jesus, when you get married, you don't go off with other people, no matter if they're on their deathbed or not, until they're, until they're a t- bad safe, until they're in the ground, you stick by them through the marriage. I'm, I've been, I'm a care of myself in North Snowms, and just seeing different family members come in and their loved ones, even though they're, they might be unresponsive, might be have tubes coming out of them. But their loved ones come in and they're beside their bedtime all the time. Your man there, I team with he's a carer as well. I think yep. I completely agree with what he was saying there as well. Like there's you could have four people in your house for uh home care and uh they'll if the family aren't able to do it, they'll give you as much hand as possible and they'll do it for you, like and yep. you just come in now. But you don't Jesus Christ, you don't go off and sleep with other people. No. You well, have a romantic know. relationship with other people. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, yeah. Jeez, my, my, uh, my grand is both. Uh, like, they may have uh, even like lost their wives now, but even with that, they couldn't find it in their stomach to get with other people. Lisa, do you, do you not... I'm having a go, Lisa, but nearly everybody, with the exception of Karen, who was on at the start, who didn't quite agree with everything you said. Do, do you not think that when you listen to everybody saying the same thing, and I don't mean that in a bad way to you, that maybe you're a little bit cold when it comes to this particular topic no no I think, I think it's cold I think it's practical I think it's um, being mindful of everyone's so is right that, is that the message you want to give out to themselves. people today if your other half gets sick should your grand just leave them there and go off and find somebody else if that's what you want to do if, if that's what you feel you want to do do it well, uh, but then my message to add that is don't get married else. Don't get, if, that's, if that's your attitude in life don't get married why we may change the law and the marriage though Mm. We may change the law on the marriage, though. Uh, do do you, Lisa, take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband unless he gets sick and too sick to have a conversation with? No, in the no, eventuality of that happening, you can go off and find somebody else. What? And now, no, he's in a home, he's been looked after. I'm allowed to look after me. Yeah, but you're, and you're, I definitely would not. Okay, just very, very quickly, J- sorry, James, go ahead. James, yeah, go ahead. You, you can still look after yourself when you're married with someone in sickness and in health. You, like, you should look after yourself the same way as if the person was healthy, as if they're sick. You should not neglect yourself, but you should also not neglect and walk away from your responsibility to the person you took vows to and the person who would support you more than likely through life, through death, through yeah, every well, aspect. Don't be, of life. you know, we can't surmise on more than likely. And what I'm saying to you is, sorry, James, is it? James, yeah. 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 How are you? What if the, what if the lady is missing physical contact? What if she's missing a sex life? Do you know, God forbid that a woman in her sixties might still want a sex life. Like, what is this mentality in this country that women, uh, you know, hit their age and I, not allowed I'm to actually going sex. to. I'm actually going to agree with you to a certain extent here. One, I will agree with you on one thing that yes, she is entitled to have her. Needs satisfied. She, exactly. Okay, she, okay. She, she, she's allowed to have that. She's allowed to do all that. But I do feel if you're married to somebody and if they're sick and they have, they aren't in a physical okay. mind or being to answer themselves or to be themselves or to be the person you want them to be, that's not their fault. They didn't pick up a nod in the advertiser saying, yes, can I have dementia, please? I, I understand. Listen, lads and ladies, I have to wrap it up. I'm going to run right out of time. Listen, thank you very much, Lisa, James, Aaron, everybody else who got involved in that conversation. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh.